Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. All right, everyone, welcome back. This is the OC, your host, Kevin Longbray, with his good friend, Dr. Sean Landry. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me, Kevin. And thank you for coming back. Back, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I thought about not coming back. I know, yeah. I, could, I could imagine. You could. Tell. Yeah. But as you see, we got rid of someone who, uh, yeah. yeah. Some dead weight. Yeah. Nah, well, you're gone. It's been a while that he's just been dragging his coattails, you know? Yes. We said goodbye to triple salicology. <laughs> turn, he's turn currently bowl. training. Oh, I wonder if he's inventing like some new jump, some new I, move. I think so. With that name. He and I know turn. he's been working on his suit. Yes. Sequins. Fantastic. Yeah. Very, very revealing. Glory? I have, yeah. I think it's like a knockoff of that. Yeah. It's going to be nice. It's going to be pretty tight. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell, eat your heart out. Yes. Yes. So, we'll see. I can't wait to see the video. Maybe yeah. we can post it. I know uh, last week we were talking and he was, you know, for his week, his vacation, I, I was asking him, I kind of had a hunch. I'm like, so he's, I was like, what are you guys doing? And he's like, ah, staycation. I'm like, skating training camp he's like yes i think so <laughs> i think magda has that uh, in the works for us <laughs> hey, you're so funny oh man uh, well you look rested sort of pretty <laughs> yeah sort of as rest as you could be with three kids and yeah but uh no it was a good time yeah yeah went out east uh pi prince edward island it's, it's nice out there yeah, the people great. so healing 28 bucks for a uh, lobster, lobster roll. Lobster roll. Lobster <laughs> roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Just, just insane. Yeah, you're better off with just going to the, the middle guys and buying them at the distributors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We didn't do any of that just because of, you know, the circumstances. That we, yeah. Uh, you know, just, yeah, we we didn't do any of the, uh, we did that the first time we went. I remember that was fun. Yeah. You know, waiting by the pier and <laughs> just getting lobster right off the boat. That was. Uh, any oysters? Uh, no, we didn't have any oysters. We no. do, we did go to our favorite place, yeah, the, the Blue Muscle Cafe. Blue Muscle, that thing's crazy. Eh? That was, was a massive lineup, or did you go on the side, dude? We, we, no, we actually there like a side, registered side? online, okay, cool, yeah, and our table was ready within three minutes. Wow, we actually weren't there yet. That's crazy. <laughs> we were expecting like a long lineup, yeah, because our friends said they had waited two hours last yeah. time. People, uh, I talked to people that were there and they were only able to eat at the little, they're on bikes, but they were able to eat at, they have like a little the outdoor, outdoor yeah, patio yeah. stuff. They said it was so fun anyway. Yeah. 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 yeah so sure. no, we went in, had a great, great waitress. She was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. No. Went to Richard's. Yes. Richard's. Yeah. And Brackley Beach. That was great. Uh, uh, yeah. No, it was a good time. It's, yeah. It's so gorgeous. Uh, yeah. For sure. We got to do a golf trip there one year. Yeah, it'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you got for us, Kev? While you're, uh, did you get lots of uh, time to think while you were gone? Oh, tons. Yeah. Tons. Like, uh, that's all I thought about was what are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> but today we're, we're talking uh, beyond the spark. Ooh. So we're, we're talking about insight without action or with action, which is what we're trying to promote here. Yes. Uh, 
Well, yeah. So, you Insight know, we, we, action. because we talk a lot about, you know, the, the preparation of, uh, let's say your vision or preparation of, of what you'd want to do with your business, with your life, with, um, certain decisions you're making, but, uh, without action, none of this happens. Right. So it's, what are the things, um, that get in, well, number one, get in the way of you actually taking action. Mm-hmm. What's stopping you from doing that? Two, once you've done it, what are the things that you're affecting you with your decision making there? Um, you know, whether or not you need help or maybe some mentoring in that that aspect of things, but obviously certain things too that could be getting in the way of why you're not either taking action in the first place and or um, taking those steps to go to move forward. Um, and then third, what was the third thing we said? I totally lost my train of thought there. Uh, we said, yeah, the, oh yeah, the alignment. That, oh yeah. Whether or not, obviously this is in alignment. Uh, so quite often in alignment with, uh, what resonates with you, you know, and your vision of how things are being done. So mm-hmm. quite often that gets in the way obviously yeah. is, is if something is someone really, else's tasks right? Yeah, or, or something, you know, it's something you, you know, you think you should do, or you feel obligated to do like, these are obviously questions you probably want to get under wraps initially so you mm-hmm. don't go through a whole process and, not, and, and do something you're not really interested in, right? So uh, just like we had done that podcast on, you know, when you say yes to something, you got to say no to something else, right? Yes. So <clears throat> those are the uh, the big things uh, we want to get into today. So off the bat, you know, one of the biggest things that, uh you know, we've seen quite often with people that not even just in our industry, any industry or any decision people are making is they, they overanalyze what's going on or what needs to be prepared in, in, into getting something started. So often nothing gets started just because they never feel like they're 100% ready. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost people saying, when do I know I'm going to have, I can have kids, you know, when yeah. am I going to be ready? Well, you'll never be ready. No. <laughs> so just do it. Still I. not ready. Just cry myself to sleep. Better. Yeah. That's that's what uh, closets are for, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I think that's one one of the biggest things in the beginning is is to realize like, in order to to have some progression, get the the momentum going, you have to take action. You need to take initial steps to move in the direction you want to go. Otherwise, you stagnate, and you could prepare things as much as you want. Like you were saying before we started, you know, like the reading books and preparing slides or preparing plans and doing all these things. You could do that for years and never get anything done because you're too busy. never set sail. And never really feel like you're going to be ready to start anyways. Yeah. So, you know, it, and truthfully, this happened with us too, even just with the program, like, you know, there were a lot of things that we had to put into play, uh, which we, did get a lot of that done, mm-hmm. but then it came a time where it's just like, let's just do it. Get it out there. You, yeah. you know, like you, we got to remember why are we doing this in the first place? We're, we're in service to help others. So, you know, our intent is, is good. Our, we have the knowledge base. So for those of you out there that are questioning certain things you want to do with your business and whether or not um, you should be doing them, well, uh, you know, you got to remember you've you've gone to school for a long time. You've done a lot of things that uh, can help people and help others in their health situations. So, uh, you know, uh, to to go out there and do some some stuff to to help other people is always a an amazing thing. So, de- definitely taking the steps to move forward with that is is 
crucial into getting that off the ground. Otherwise, things never happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was awesome, Kev. Welcome back. Thanks. Yeah. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah. So we, we, we uh, you know, we wanted to do this, uh, this podcast, you know, post uh, a previous one called Looking Under the Rug, right? So the idea of looking under, under the rug was avoiding things that you have been putting off. Because if you don't do them, they fester and brew. So insight without action is a is a um, the next evolution of of that kind of piggybacking off of that concept. Whereas, you know, you can you can bury yourself in knowledge, yeah. and um, and all you're going to be <laughs> all that will happen is you'll be stuck there under all that knowledge, right? Uh, life happens, things happen when you get out into the real world experience and you experience it and knowledge is, you know, can be very powerful, uh, if you're using it, but if it just sits there dormant and, and stagnant, it's the same thing as dusting things under the rug. So like another, another term I've heard is paralysis by analysis. So you're frozen by all the you know, information or the options that you have available to you. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying there because it, so, uh, so paralysis by analysis. So like that, again, that is when we get stuck in our mind. Yes. Right. Where we cannot experience things and we cannot feel things. Yes. That's only in the heart. So taking action and going through an experience uh, is so crucial to it uh, getting off the ground and, and coming to fruition, yes. it might not be right away, but it, it, it's the, the steps we need to do in order to feel something and really know, is this the right thing or not? We can only do that through experience. If we're doing it in the mind, uh, we could turn around for years and it's just never going to take, uh, yeah. take shape. And it's not the, and, and, and say with that, it's not to say that the mind isn't powerful in constructing, in constructing these things and rehearsing these things, right? Cause that, that's an important part of it. But if you're just stuck there under all of this knowledge and you're not out there living life, you know, um, you know, meeting people, uh, you know, applying and teaching, actually teaching people what you're learning, uh, then you're, you're doing a disservice to them, to be honest, and to yourself, right? Because if you're not sharing your passion and your knowledge with others um, and building them up or helping them forward in their journey, right? And that's what life is about. And that's why you've been, you know, that's why you have been chosen or you have chosen this profession is to do exactly that, right? If I always say, if you're not out there, you know, yelling from the rooftops how it is you can help people and what it is you do as an osteopath, you're doing a disservice to yeah. your community. Now there are, again, there are ways of doing it that are in reflection with who you are as a practitioner. And, um, you know, auth authentically, as we said, uh, you know, previous podcasts, engage, educate and empower, you know, there's a way of doing it, uh, so that you, it resonates with you and you're not feeling like you're, you know, you're out of your comfort zone or out of your element. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of out of your comfort zone is actually where growth happens. But, um, so that that's that's the that's the big thing and and so why is it do you think kev that we get you know we can get piled high and and deeper in all this knowledge you know that's that's another acronym for phd you know sometimes they say uh, you know a phd i'm not knocking any of the phd professionals out there but you can get so narrowed in 
mm-hmm. you can't see the whole, right? And us, and as osteopaths, as therapists, you know, we have this holistic approach to life, to health, right? So, um, what? Do, why do you think people get stuck and and just narrowed down and 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 sometimes? lack the ability to take action and, and just continuously say, oh no, if I just learn this next technique, uh, that'll make me busier. If I just learn this next, you know, if I just keep reading this book on communication, it'll make me, I'll know the things I need to know to then communicate with someone, you know, why, what's so attractive to that, right? Because I'm guilty of it, you're guilty of yep. it. We all get stuck in these 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 yep. things, right? So what do you think is going on there? Uh, probably primarily fear of fear? failing. Yeah. Uh, is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear of failing is a big one because it, pe- that's why people get so much knowledge. Like they're tr- they're trying to uh, um, one understand something, which is great. You need to have some knowledge on stuff, obviously, to apply it and to teach other people and to mm-hmm. help other people with that knowledge. So that there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, we need that. Uh, where it gets uh, uh, to be an issue is that is is when we're trying to accumulate so much of it as a backing to making sure that it's successful in our, the venture we want to do. So quite often that's it is not just trusting in the process of, uh, the knowledge base that you have currently mm-hmm. and which is in most situations is more enough. than enough, more than enough, right. <laughs> to help the common person, uh, with their, their health, their mindset, the, everything to do with uh, creating a better balance and that whole holistic approach to health and how the body regenerates itself, and uh, bringing people back to being more sovereign in that, right? So mm-hmm. um, I think the primary issue of why people never get started is the fear of failing or um, the fear of the unknown. Like they don't know how it's going to work out. So they okay. just never get started mm-hmm. and they just keep learning more things thinking if I feel more prepared and more, if it gets to this point and then I'm more ready, then it'll be more successful. But in reality, it's, it just keeps piling on and, mm-hmm. and it just never gets started. So, uh, I think that's it. So it's fear, fear, but that encompasses so many things because there's the fear of failure, the fear of, of, uh, um, also two of, of, not being accepted uh, mm-hmm. for what you're putting out there. Uh, also the, uh, just not fitting confidence. in, yeah, not fitting in, not being good. Yeah. Yeah. It, people not liking it. Yeah. Uh, criticism towards it, uh, yeah. whatever it is, uh, or that, uh, you know, what you think, uh, isn't that important. Uh, you know, all these confidence issues too, that people can have issues with hmm. can play in that role as well. Right. Yeah. The other big one is, uh, is, not being again truly aligned with yes or yeah in alignment with who you are as a practitioner or the practice you're trying to build yeah right and then conversely not being in alignment with who you're meant to serve right so yeah um so you know if you're working at a clinic that you maybe don't feel happy or you're not your best um you might not be right encouraged to go out and do the work it takes in order to build a practice right so yep. um you know or same vice versa if you're you know you're not kind of engaged or showing up with the people you you know you want to be around with so that's a big one too so because i, I always say this but a labor of love is sustainable right so if you find what where that love and passion is 
then you can show up each day and do the things that necessarily sometimes you don't want to do, right? It, sometimes it can be harder to get out of bed, but you know that you're working towards something um, bigger, it's you can then get up, right? You can then get out For of sure. bed and you can put in the reps needed to change and needed to to you know grow your vision of whatever it is that you that you know you see fit. So I think that's a really important thing, right? Well, it's hard to bring yeah, up a good point about the so Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today, we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBA. The, 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 whether or not something resonates with you or not is so crucial to the process, right? So when people do things and prepare things out of, uh, well, I think if I do it this way, the, the people I'm either currently serving or, or what I want to put out there might work better if I do it this way, as opposed to, I feel this is how I want to present it, mm -hmm. which when you trust in that and really start to listen to what you need and what you feel is the right way to do things, um, they quite often will work out because they're in alignment with mm -hmm. how you think and how you you want to give your message. Mm -hmm. So when we start to alter that because of, again, fearing that what I truly think probably won't work, so let me tailor it to this, chances are that's not going to work out so well. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a key, a key component here is to really look at, uh, again, not so much what you think, but what you feel is the right thing hmm. that you want to put out. Because if you go with that, you're always going with the right alignment. Um, it's and and then it's just um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's 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 uh, doing the work to get better at trusting that mm -hmm. and really trying to move forward in that so that you you're you're not questioning yourself. You know it's going to happen because mm -hmm. the mind's always going to do that. It's going to put some some fear blocks in there. It's going to put some well, you know, maybe this person's not going to agree or you're going to get some backlash from this. Uh, but in reality, if you do follow that, you're going to get the people that really resonate with that. Mm -hmm. And those are the people you want to serve anyway. Yeah. So I think that's a key component is just knowing, like we said today doing this, we wanted to make sure people understood. Like That's why it's so hard sometimes. Yeah. Because there can be these stumbling blocks. Uh, and it's normal. Mm-hmm. So it's just to, again, like we said before, like you, I think you had mentioned about the just, you know, when you are having a, a hard time, is um, make sure you have a mentor you could you can talk to to you can bounce ideas off of that can maybe set you a little straight and saying like, listen, you're going off on a tangent. Why don't you mm -hmm. bring it back and and really think about what it is your original idea was and and tailor it more to that. Yeah, we touched a bit about this in the. Uh you know, when you were on vacation, um, on the beach. <laughs> so, uh, when we covered the avoiding or looking under the rug, so this idea of avoidance. So I think the, you know, sometimes we might not be aware 
that's what we kind of said the first step right to, to looking under the rug was becoming aware, aware of the things you're avoiding mm -hmm. so jumping back what you just mentioned you know a good mentorship uh will help you become aware of potentially you know some some self-sabotaging mm. uh, tendencies you may or may not have, uh, some traps that you're currently stuck in, um, whether you are kind of spinning around in circles or not taking action on certain areas. And I think that's really, really key. You know, uh, we go through school and we don't have, you know, we're surrounded by students, everyone's headed in the same direction. So we have the support of that community. We have our teachers who are our mentors, right? Helping us, you know, learning new techniques and teaching us, you know, our clinical skills. So that is really, really, there's a, you know, there's a supportive community and people are, are actively engaged in the resistance, right? All those milestones that you have to hit through school, um, in order to change and grow and become the osteopath you're meant to be. But when you enter the business world or you enter the kind of the postgraduate world, you don't necessarily have that community, um, there and you might not have the mentorship so then it, it can become pretty tough you know you can get there could be some long i remember starting out i joke i joke before but yeah some lulls right and uh you know uh, starting out i i joke i i you know didn't have as much direction as i i have now and i um i remember you know chiropractors like oh, i'll put an ad in the in the yellow pages you know so i did it and i would sit in my office waiting for the phone to ring and Lo and behold, it wouldn't ring. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, that was like the small action. And I was like, oh, geez, okay, that's not working. You know, and I'd sit there and wait and wait and wait. And I'd be like, okay, what do I got to do to get busy? And then, and it wasn't until I like, you know, instead of someone calling me, I actually picked up the phone and I started calling different groups and associations that I knew I could connect with and offer my, you know, services as, you know, a, a speaker or a presenter or a workshop, right? Teach workshops for them and just ask, just ask if I could help in any way. Um, and it wasn't until I started actually getting out of my office and meeting and getting out there and doing things and talking to people and, and finding out about them, actually just asking how I could help them that then in turn, in, in turn, they began to help me by referring patients and clients to my practice. So it's, it's a, but yeah, I did seek out some mentorship early on, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't have the, you know, the framework and and maybe the support I needed to then get off my butt and actually get out there and take action. Yeah. So that's a really big thing, you know. I think number one, you know, in order to accomplish these things and take action is is the awareness of, you know, the where you're struggling, right? What you're dusting under the rug. And then it's the support to take action or the framework, right? The steps that you might need. So that's where, again, uh, you know, something like w w we teach here actually in the MBO, but a framework of, you know, the path towards success, your success that you, that you dream up of, right? That you dream up. But I think that's really key. And then having uh, small goals to work for, because I think it's periods of action with then reflection that are going to lead you to where you want to be that much quicker. So, cause as you said, you might, you know, Kev, if you can actually then think and feel and reflect upon the action steps you took, you know, let's say over a 90 day period, then you say, Oh, this is working. This isn't okay. I'm going to keep doing this, but now I have time to take action on this thing too. 
right? And yep. then you set another short-term 90-day plan, right? And you have an idea of where you need, you know, where those action steps need to happen. You go out and execute that, and then you reflect again and say, okay, that's good. I'm keeping that. I'm scrapping that. And I think that's a, an action, you know, a plan, a framework, and then just getting out, hit, you know, get your boots on the ground and you start running towards whatever it is you need to run towards. That's where the magic sauce happens. Yeah. It's the fine tuning through the experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the more, the more that we, uh, trust in the process, uh, it's funny how things just start falling into place a little bit. And, uh, the, the less resistance we, uh, we have towards that experience, uh, the more obvious these things are and they become easier. Mm -hmm. So it is a difficult process because, you know, you'll have that reoccurring, uh, voice that's telling you like, uh, you know, be careful, don't get too involved in this or uh, don't try this or, and quite often these are just things we could be scared of whether or not we're scared of, well, what if it actually works mm -hmm. and then we're really busy. Yeah. Do I want to be that busy? Hmm. Right. Yeah, it true. Could be, you know, it can be so many things. So it's, that's why it's key to really, you know, have these periods of reflection too on like, well, how do I want to spend my time? And what do I want to do in that time? Mm -hmm. uh, and as you get a bit older, that's what happens, right? It's like we, we start and everyone's just throwing everything but the kitchen sink uh, to, to get busy and, and work hard and, and do all that. Although it's changed a little bit now, <laughs> but, uh, but then, you know, like as you get more experience, you're really a lot more careful about where you want to spend your time, right? Everyone's yeah. got families and, uh, yeah. and things that they want to do to enjoy life. And, uh, thankfully we have jobs that we also enjoy. So, yes. like, yeah. so that's the key part. Uh, I think in terms of taking these actionable steps is knowing full well, like you said, is uh, there are going to be things that don't work. Yeah. Um, that's just the way it is. And you're going to course correct that in mm -hmm. order to fine tune it. And it quite often is something not working is just life telling us it's because it's over here. Yeah. I, it's some, you just said something that made me think of. So even let's say you're stuck and you don't know where to start, right? Even the simple, and Tony Robbins is big on this because, you know, all of his seminars are get, getting you moving, right? To yep. elevate your state uh, of emotion and then you can work through those things from a, from a, you know, a connected place. But even the simple, let's say you don't even know where to start. So let's say you listen to our podcast, you're like, oh, those guys, you know, they said a lot of cool stuff, but Idiots. I don't know. Idiots. I don't know where to start. Where am I supposed to start? The simple act of of going for a walk, right? So moving. So like, I guess what we're coming to is really based on the osteopathic principles, but we need flow. So if you're stagnant and you're in you yourself physically aren't moving, well, you might not be able to come up with the, the right insights, right? Sometimes yep. you can do it. Sometimes you can do it through meditation, but even in meditation, right? You're allowing things to bubble and flow from within, but just going, you know, it could be exercise could be a walk, right? Which is more like a walking meditation, right? And, or an actual step in, an actual action step, right? So if you take a step in whatever you need to do with the insight, the knowledge that you've acquired, 
you will start to see your vantage point changes, right? So now you're no longer just sitting there, you're actually moving. And then when you're moving, you can see different things. So your vantage point has now changed. So now you can mm. see all the right people, places, things, and circumstances that you said will start to align with your goals, wants, needs, and desires. But if you stay stuck and stagnant and don't move, you're never gonna see those things, yeah. right? So you, but when you're in motion, those things, even though those things have always been around you, available for you, right? Unless you move, you're not going to see them, right? You won't be able to seize them. You won't be, the, in, you know, you won't be able to have the conversation with the person that's going to introduce you to this person that's going to get you a talk. And then you get the talk and you're like, oh, wow, you know, five new patients, right? But if you sit in your office and mull and wait and, and you know, and wonder why no one's knocking on the door, they're never going to knock on the door. Mm -hmm. So energy in motion, right? Another thought when you're talking is, is, you know, I get, I often get stuck with that too. <clears throat> it's like, you have a list of things, you know, you need to do. How do you know which one is the most important, right? Because if you, oftentimes, if you handle the most important one first, when you're fresh and you have the, the capacity and the energy, right? All the other ones kind of iron themselves out. We have the tendency, I do it too, is to do the easiest ones first, right? So you can look at it as, you know, the things you want to do, right? Which a lot of us fall into that category. We, we avoid the things we must do and we do the things we want to do. But if we flip the situation, and I know Jordan Peterson's big on this, right? Where if you create some structure and some order and you do the hard things first, you'll have plenty of time to do the things you want to do. And then you'll actually have guilt-free time to do the things you want to do mm. right so that there's a great book i um i'm currently reading called the one thing and it's by gary keller and keller i think keller williams he started the uh a real estate company in the states very successful person and that was how he he his career was based on okay i know i have 10 things i need to do what's the one thing i have to do in order to in order to get this done um and he would focus, he would distill it down to the one thing and, um, and then knock that off his list, mm. right? So that's the, and that again, comes with being clear on uh, your wants, needs, desires, your, your vision, your mission, who you are, but then taking action on that one thing. You know, what's the one thing you can do today yeah. that is gonna move you towards your goal? Mm. Especially the hard things, the ones we resist the most, you know? Yeah. The benefit of that too is the confidence that's built through doing these yeah. simple tasks. Well, it's not always simple, I guess, but um, yeah, I What's, think that's a really key one. What, how do you get stronger in the gym? By applying resistance, right? Yeah. And it's the same thing with life, right? Yeah, yeah. Resistance is there for you to learn and grow. If you lean into it and you you get after it, right? Well, and it's often, oh, it's often those uh, uncomfortable stepping out of your comfort zones mm -hmm. that... Uh, are the hardest ones to to start with, right? Yeah. So uh, when you take a chance and and do that, though, the the gratification after is huge. Mm -hmm. um, so your homework, you listening. Yeah. All right. What's the one thing that you can take action on? Yeah. Either right now, after listening to this podcast, uh, that is going to propel you in the direction you want to go. So we suggest you write that down. And you take action on it. And let us know. We'd love to hear every, yeah. everyone's actionable uh, step or the one thing they weren't doing that they're going to do now. Yeah. Um, and if it's mentorship, we're here to help in any way we can. Yeah. 
If it's a framework, that also we can help uh, work with that. If it's looking at your numbers, right? Looking, you know, getting insights, looking under the rug, that's the stuff we can help with too. So, um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Kevin, welcome back. Good to be back. Not bad, man. <laughs> it's like riding a like riding a bike. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, good luck with your yeah, your figure skating. Are you doing? Uh, he's probably doing two a days right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure he's doing two a days. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Workouts morning, yeah. on ice, off ice, dance recital, right? Fittings. Video fittings. Yeah. Fittings. Yeah. <laughs> We are very excited for you, buddy, and impressed. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much to all the listeners, Osteometrship. Um, If this episode comes out before the Integration Symposium, yeah, check that out, Integration Symposium. Mm -hmm. We are are going to be speakers at the symposium. It's October 22nd in Hamilton. Yeah, we'll be doing a... uh, I think two 45-minute presentations, so it's pretty fun. We're actually excited about it, so stay tuned for that because we have um, a bunch of guests coming up on the podcast as well. Uh, that are uh, also speakers on... Yeah, presenting yeah. at the at the ceremony, or at the ceremony, at the symposium. Yeah. So that's exciting. That's, uh, that's fun in October, and I believe there is a virtual summit November 19th. So if you can't make the in-person summit, sign up for that virtual summit. Uh, osteometrship.com, the Osteo Connection, Uh, We look forward to hearing from you. Have a great week, everyone. Ciao, everyone. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.